0: Welcome to the latest edition of our Fixed Interests podcast series. I'm Thomas Rookmaker, Head of Asia-Pacific Sovereign Ratings. Today I'm joined by Sagarika Chandra, a Director in Fitch's Sovereign Team and Lead Analyst for the Philippines. We'll be discussing the Philippines' economic policy agenda under its new president-elect, Ferdinand Marcos Jr., and how this could affect its triple B sovereign rating, which we have on a negative outlook since July 2021. So, Sagarika, what is our view on the new president elect's economic policy agenda?
1: So, we expect the new government to keep its focus on infrastructure investment, which is a key element in supporting the country's favorable medium term growth prospects. At the same time, this is also likely, in our view, to aid the post pandemic recovery. Favorable medium term growth prospects is a key element of the sovereign's triple B rating. Another element of the new administration's economic agenda is increasing transfers from the centre to the local governments in tandem with spending assignments, but execution and underspending by local governments remains a downside risk to this strategy. Few key appointments to the economic team have been announced, including the Secretary of the Department of Finance, Chief of NEDA, and a new Governor of the BSP, who is member of the Monetary Board. The economic team announced so far are technocrats, which suggests policies are likely to remain prudent, and under our baseline, we continue to expect broad policy continuity. However, the president's ability to implement legislation will also depend on dynamics within the new Congress.
0: Yeah, so how how do we view the medium-term economic outlook in the Philippines, and what are the risks in this regard?
1: So the economy is recovering at a fast pace, with GDP in the first quarter of this year coming in at 8.2% year-on-year, and we expect the economy to recover further over the next few years. We believe overall investment efficiency will be critical in this regard, as spending on infrastructure will remain a priority. If public infrastructure investment would prove inefficient, it could contribute to government debt increasing faster than nominal GDP over the medium term, which could in turn pressure the sovereign rating. There are also risks to the growth outlook posed by pandemic-related scarring. An additional risk to the economy in the near term remains the spillover from the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Although Philippines' direct linkages with Russia-Ukraine is not that large, it remains vulnerable given that it is a net oil importer. In a more adverse scenario, wherein the conflict has negative implications for the EU-US, Philippines could be more severely impacted given its significant global trade and investment linkages.
0: Do we already have an idea about uh, fiscal policy under a new administration?
1: So the new finance secretary has hinted at improving tax administration to lift tax collections. High growth could also bode well for the fiscal trajectory. However, how sustainable the economic recovery will be still remains to be seen, which would also have implications for unbinding the policy response to the health crisis. However, if the new administration amends the rice tarification law, as it suggested during its campaign, this could curb rice imports, push up the cost of rice and hurt tax revenues, low tax take is a credit weakness for the Philippines. And when we affirmed the rating in February, we noted that a reversal of tax reforms that leads to sustained higher fiscal deficits could result in a rating downgrade.
0: And thinking about monetary policy, what's the outlook for inflation and and monetary policy in the Philippines?
1: So the risk to the inflation outlook remains skewed to the upside. Upside pressure and inflation is linked mainly to the increase in oil prices. Philippines allows direct pass-through of global oil prices and it is a net oil importer. In fact, the headline National Consumer Price Index on a non-seasonally adjusted basis was up 4.9% year-on-year in April, which is above the BSP's target range. The BSP has already hiked interest rates at its May monetary policy meeting by 25 bps, its first rate hike of the year. Rate hike decisions will remain data dependent, but we expect further rate hikes are likely of another 50 bps during the rest of 2022, given upside pressures on inflation and our expectation of strong economic recovery.
0: So we have a negative outlook on the Philippines' triple B rating. Um, what could lead to rating action, Zagarika?
1: So when we reviewed the Philippines' rating in February this year, we affirmed it at triple B with a negative outlook. This was based on Philippines' strong external buffers and solid growth against lagging structural indicators. We also highlighted the uncertainty regarding medium-term growth prospects, downside risk to the economic recovery from potential pandemic-related scarring, challenges in unwinding the policy response to the health crisis and putting debt on a firm downward path. These rating drivers still remain in place. The outlook remains negative, so going forward, Factors that could lead to a negative rating action include reduced confidence in a return to strong medium-term growth or diminishing policy credibility that leads to a removal of the plus-one notch on the macro pillar of our qualitative overlay or a failure to reduce the government debt-to-GDP ratio or a deterioration in external indicators which lowers the economy's resilience to shocks. On the other hand, strengthening of governance standards or a sustained broadening of the government's revenue base, which puts government debt to GDP on a downward path, could be positive for the rating.
0: Yeah, so you mentioned uh, governance standards as one of the factors that drives the rating. Uh, Could you say a bit more about this in, in the Philippine context?
1: So, the Philippines' governance standards, as measured by the World Bank's worldwide governance indicators, is weaker than the peer medians. In the latest World Bank rankings, it fell in the 39th percentile against the 58th percentile of uh, the triple B median. In our rating model, this indicator has a large weight. Past governance reforms include establishment of the Anti Red Tape Authority and presidential anti-corruption commission establishment of a national id system while these reforms could support an improvement in governance over time conversely a deterioration of governance standards could dilute efficiency and productivity gains and could hurt philippines medium-term growth prospects all in all it remains an open question how governance standards will evolve under the new administration.
0: Thanks for your insights, Sagarika, and thank you all for listening. For more information on our ratings and on our research on the Philippines, please visit us at FitchRatings.com. We hope you will join us for the next edition of Fixed Interests.